0: and should have, they did arrest a suspect in that ambush of the two L.A. County deputies. Thank, thank God. Thank God. Yeah. So it appears the manhunt is over. 36-year-old De- Deontay Murray arrested for a separate carjacking just three days after the attack. So he shoots a couple of cops that he, that he should know, unless he's a complete idiot, that he's in a whole lot of trouble. Right. Uh, and then he goes on continuing to carjack after that. Subhuman. And
1: during the investigation of that carjacking is when they found the connection to this.
0: Yeah, so uh,
2: give him a fair trial, according to the laws of this great land, and then let him rot in a cage for the rest of his days. Well, he will. Yeah, indeed. As you might expect, we received a slew of reaction to the debate the other night. It was a delightful affair. (laughs) A lively exchange of ideas, according to uh, anyone who saw it. And A number of folks have been uh, sending us various columns they've come across that have said, I mean, all sorts, a range of opinions. But, you know, with our listeners, a lot of them were some columnist in something that said, Trump clearly won. He was brilliant. He dominated it. He was a strong personality. It was wonderful. Uh, Number one, I don't need a columnist to tell me what to think. I got my own thoughts. Thank you very much. And number two, I know what spin is you're being spun. It was an iffy outing. There were absolutely good uh, aspects of it for Trump. Definitely. Did you use the word smart? And uh, it, it was uh, smart. People also say that Biden had his moments. Uh, if you were to view a transcript of it, you might think uh, you might think that uh, that the president did better than it seemed because it was so chaotic. Yeah. And-
0: if his if his if he had interrupted less and his tone had been different, his information was great. And I think he and I think a lot of the biggest issues he's got on his side, but. Kind of got lost in the <laughs> in the fire and fury.
2: Yeah, it was it was very good. There is an article making the rounds that uh, two thirds of Spanish speaking Telemundo viewers thought the president won the debate. Two thirds of Spanish speaking Hispanic people. Isn't that wonderful? Except, folks, that was a Twitter poll. That was a Twitter poll. Uh, Twitter polls don't count for nothing. Man, uh, all you do everybody's got- getting spun all the time. All you gotta
0: do is get that headline out, though.
2: Oh, it's out. It's out like crazy. Several people have sent it to us. Uh, but before we get to a little bit of semi-serious analysis, I want to play this for you just because it's kind of amusing. Clip 13 is, um, this is in Japan, people were watching the debate, and they were trying to translate it for the Japanese audience. If, if you saw it, you understand both fellows were talking over each other virtually the whole time.
1: お話をしても、私がお…
2: You know, this gentlemen. reminds me that there were certainly, all right, turn that off before I'm psychotic. Capping, man. There That's were t- three
0: people talking about Well, right,
2: exactly. Time. Chris Wallace frequently joined in the fray. So then with the Japanese translators, you got six people talking at once. <laughs> 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 wow. Wow. So, <laughs> moving on. I'm trying to decide what order to do this in. I'm going to play you first of all. We'll just do clips three and four back to back. This is Trump at a Minneapolis rally or a Minnesota rally yesterday. Um, let's just listen to his tone, his syntax, his speech, the rest of it.
0: I said, Sleepy Joe, name one law enforcement group that supports you. And then Chris Wallace says, Don't do that. That's not. Can you believe this guy? I was debating two people last night. Last night, I did what the corrupt media has refused to do. I held Joe Biden accountable for his 47 years of lies, 47 years of betrayal, and 47 years of failure.
2: Now, this clip that you're about to hear is Joe Biden. The reason it's making the rounds is his big slogan is build it back better. Well, in the middle of this clip, the build it back better sign falls off. (laughs) the podium. Which is a delicious and hilarious irony. But, I think even more notable than that, (laughs) this is practically at the same time Donald Trump was delivering the remarks you heard. Listen to Joe Biden. Listen to the energy, the syntax, the message.
1: And you know, uh, he doesn't... What he
2: does, he, uh, he lies to you. He lies to you about exactly what's happened. Does he lie to you when like this president did to your husband, that all the workers at GM plant in Lordstown were going to be in good shape. Remember what he
1: said? You said it, Tiffany. He said, don't move. Don't sell your house because no Ohio factory will shut down in Donald Trump's America. He doesn't pay his fair share. Don't worry about that. He doesn't pay his fair share in taxes. He says he, that makes him smart. What does, he, what does that do? What does that make you
0: Holy cow. Pretty stark difference in... Uh, in. Uh, was in that a, the same
1: uh, thing where he got distracted by a train? Did you guys see that clip rolling around where he yeah. was doing an outdoor thing oh, and a train yeah, roll by and he just yeah. started staring at it for a little bit? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, listen, anybody
2: who speaks publicly in any capacity, if you do it enough, you'll stumble, you'll fumble, you'll bumble. It happens. Joe Biden sounds like a really old guy who's not sure what he's talking about. Evidently his heart can't take the giant hit of Adderall that he had before the uh, the debate. <laughs> That's one man's More opinion. than once a week. <laughs> now I'm not a physician, Jack.
0: <laughs> it's an interesting But I got a couple of friends who are. It's an interesting assumption. Well,
2: that was a different fellow.
0: Y- y- then the night before? Yeah, and that clip was not selected
2: again because I found, oh, here's one where he sounds ex- ex- extra old and
0: stumbly. No, that was chosen because it was a funny moment. Okay, so you're saying he was he was much livelier the night before than he was yesterday. And well, and I just thought the contrast was
1: pretty stark
0: between him and Trump and the yeah. audience. Uh, yeah,
1: I think that Biden and debate night Biden are closer than you're saying. The difference is there isn't. He's he's allowed to finish his thoughts and get lost in his own sentences. Right. Oh, excellent! Trump wouldn't let him hang himself.
0: Yeah. Excellent point that so many people on the right have been saying. Yeah. Biden gets in a trouble into trouble if you let him. Go. <laughs> right. The the worst thing you can do is interrupt him. Ay ay ay. Just let him talk. Oh no, anyway, that's something.
2: Watch uh, me. Bad news for my people, uh proud Neanderthal Americans in a moment or two. First a quick word from People of all races and uh, caveman origins, and that would be <laughs> CarShield. CarShield is this great company that offers a wide range of protection plans that can save you thousands for covered repairs. So if the, the a check engine light goes on or your car has just gotten out of warranty, and, and it's always the next week, isn't it? All of a sudden it makes some clunking noise when you're trying to brake. Well, CarShield... Probably has you covered.
0: You have the freedom to still choose your favorite mechanic or dealership to do the work. Even if you're on the road, the repair shop that you choose is up to you with CarShield. They've helped over a million drivers. That's why they're America's number one auto protection company. This is a different way to go about it. You really should look into it. It's easy to sign up. It's easy to get out of. Yeah, no long-term
2: contracts, no commitments. Payments are flexible. CarShield plans are customized to you. So just call 800-CAR-6000. Mention the code Armstrong or Go online, carshield.com, code Armstrong. That's carshield.com. Use the code Armstrong. Save 10% just because you know us. My people Jack the Neanderthals. As you know, when I did the 23 and Me thing, I was found to have, uh, I was in the 99th percentile for Neanderthal DNA, which explains my enormous head. I have to get hats custom made or I go to shops that are for college mascots. <laughs> <laughs> giant bears beavers badgers orangemen, etc i have to wear a college mascot hat right and it turns out my people are much much more uh um at risk from COVID 19
0: well they had a larger brain and one of the reasons that nobody knows why neanderthals died out but that might have been one of the reasons i doubt it it takes so much energy to run your brain um, and they just couldn't come up with the calories to do it. Right.
2: I've managed to overcome that by taking in an extraordinary number of calories throughout my entire life. You homo Sapiens supremacists probably don't want to hear this, but we'll have the Neanderthal story for you in a moment or two. There's a black professor who is out saying, Proud Boys are definitely not white supremacists. Oh, really? I want to hear that. And, and much, much more. Oh, and Gavin Newsom. Gavin Newsom, governor of California, is one of those fake... Athlete, college kids, somebody wrote a check for. Oh, I gotta hear that. That is the I've accusation. Got, I've got to hear that. We will try that case in the court of public opinion. Stay with us.
0: Minds over at MSNBC. I was watching this morning. <laughs> Did they have their minds? Trump gave the lock and load order to white supremacist groups during the debate, says Steve Schmidt. You know, what's one of the most interesting phenomenons to me is the whole <coughs> I used to be a Republican, now I'm going to go hardcore hate against Republicans and oh, yeah. get on CNN or MSNBC right. and have a full time job. It's a paycheck. I, I guess. Well,
2: especially because, as the brilliant book, This Town by Mark Leibovich, points out, these guys you know they might start with beliefs but they pick a side they become pros you could call them hacks if you want they would gladly switch sides for you know 20% pay raise it's it's not about ideology for them it's about making money you know it's like a, it's like a pro ball player gets traded from the the i don't know i i root in the NFC West it's like getting uh being a free agent uh, richard sherman went from the seahawks to the hated 49ers now he's a
0: 49er mm. same thing in washington A new audit looking at how many restaurants and bars might close for good? Oof. Maybe we'll get to that next segment.
2: Yeah. I may start wearing an N95 mask again because it turns out having Neanderthal genes could put you more at risk from severe symptoms of COVID-19. Well, they,
0: good as theory as any, they haven't figured it out yet. Why some people, kills you in five days. Some people, nothing happens to you at all.
2: Jack, I'm sure you've already guessed this, but it's uh, on the third chromosome. Uh, those with the variant, a genetic variant, it's present in modern-day humans. Because our ancestors had sex with Neanderthals about 60,000 years ago, researchers say. Couldn't you say interbreed or something? Why so indelicate?
0: Eh, today's
2: journalists, no class. That's weird. I know. I know. Uh, the uh, My species, my people who lived 40,000 to 400,000 years ago, uh, apparently uh, we got a quirk on one of our genes study of uh, almost 3200 hospital patients with coronavirus in Italy and Spain researchers found the genetic signature was linked to a more severe illness
0: obviously if they could nail this down and it's something you could test for and they could tell me no 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 you're you're uh with your genetic makeup you're you're one of those people that if you get it it's a cold at worse right okay so i don't have to worry about it and then they find out okay you this this would kill you so you might want to really buckle down no i wish That'd i could would be worth could've... knowing yeah
2: Yes, indeed. I wish I'd been a Neanderthal studies major in college uh, studying the grievances of my people Um, but turns out uh, (laughs) the variant is most common among people of South Asian ethnicity. About 50% have it. You know, so many things. The the idiot media, the drive-by media making grand pronouncements every day about New York had greater success because they did this when more people died there and California should be credited for blah, 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 even though they have no friggin' idea what they're talking about. If indeed this uh, Neanderthal variation on chromosome three is a huge factor in who dies, who gets sickest, most common among people of South Asian uh, ethnicity, about 50% have it, much less common in Europe, about 16% of people carry it. Bangladesh has the highest number of carriers at 63%. Maybe I ought to go to Bangladesh and hang out with my fellow giant-headed uh, uh, Neanderthal touch, get a
0: job but. at the underwear factory, <laughs> 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 apparently. You know, I'm not sure I would find underwear work uh, fulfilling <laughs> at the sock factory. <laughs> but it's it's an
2: interesting idea.
0: It's the uh, way so you learn uh, world geography, living in a first world country. Oh, look, my underwear come from Bangladesh now. Right. Oh, I wonder where that it is. It used to be Vietnam. Now it's Bangladesh. Right. Oh, You bring look me at me my, my underwear. Yeah, bring me my globe. <laughs> where did these underwear come from?
2: You know, that's funny, bring me my globe. Now, granted, I was kind of a curious little kid, a little weird, but I loved a globe.
0: Mm-hmm. I know, we have I a globe. I would spend
2: a lot of time looking at a globe. I bought my kids a globe in there
0: alone. Yeah, globe. we have a globe, and yes. the only one who's interested in looking at it is me. Yeah. <laughs>
2: No, and the I already kids. know where most
0: things are. Kids, you gotta see the relationship between the. Look at that region. This is why they care about them. And it's a tan globe. Have you seen some of the globes that are kind of tan colored? Kind of old of timey. Yeah, it's. I think it's trying to look more old timey. Yeah. Anyway, because of where it sits, regularly kids or my wife will come around the corner and think it's me sitting there because it's a big tan, round
2: <laughs> sphere. If you've never met Mr. Armstrong in person, he's got a bit of a Charlie Brown look going. <laughs> bit of a Mr. Clean aspect to his appearance. Got this note from Phil. I have independently checked everything he claims in this email Wow! before the show today. I will read to you a portion of the note. Jack and Joe, and he uses the proper spelling of my name, J-E-A-U-X, which I appreciate. Uh, Gavin Newsom, the governor of the most populous state in the union, which absolutely should be broken up into three states or more. Anyway has claimed many times in the past that he was the recipient of a baseball scholarship to Santa Clara University. I remember that was a big part of when he ran for governor the first time. He's gone so far as to say that his high school grades and SAT scores were so bad, he never would have been able to get into a school of that caliber without baseball. A little self-effacing there. That's nice and charming. Oh, yeah, it is. But if you go to the Santa Clara baseball website and look up their all-time roster, there is no one by that name to be found in the column, blah, 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 um there isn't uh oh, 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 oh. There's no listing to be found under in the column whose last names begin with the letter N. Governor Numnuts. There isn't a listing for Gavin Newsom either. Phil, Phil, you had so much credibility going then you had to take the Numnut shot. <laughs> anyway, Numnut. Am I the only one who thinks Gav's parents and more than likely Aunt Nancy Pelosi or family friend Gordon Getty that Getty, as in G, you know, uh, really, pulled I a
0: Lori Laughlin back in the 80s. I didn't realize he was that connected.
2: Yes. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. His well, family and Nancy Pelosi's family? Well, yes. That, that's absolutely what happened. Does it? It's funny. He's the perfect example. Sure. We've met him. We've spent some time with him, and he's a nice fella. Yeah. I mean, he's gone completely haywire politically, but he's a nice enough chap. He has never struck me as of more than average intelligence. He's a really handsome dude, so you have that presumption that human beings are born with—not my Neanderthal people, but you Homo sapiens. That's if you're handsome, you most, you must be, you know, capable. He is clearly. Somebody whose whose rich relatives wrote a check and got him into college. Wow. Good morning. He's he's a baseball (laughs) player. He never appeared on their rosters, ever. And that's the classic thing. Yeah. You're a rower. You just you didn't make the team. Oh, I hurt my elbow. Ow. Ow. That is something that explains a lot. Armstrong and Getty.
0: Congratulations, Don. Peter, thank you. Pennsylvania's top state elections officials say uh, it appears an election worker's decision to throw out nine military ballots in Wilkes-Barre amounted to a mistake and not intentional fraud. Democratic Secretary of State Kathy Bokvar says... The elections office in Luzerne County is getting training on ha- handling mailed-in ballots. At least seven of the discarded ballots were marked for President Trump. Yeah. Okay. So uh, I need to know more. Yeah. Wait a minute. I'm. Uh, there obviously could be orchestrated, intentional fraud all across the country in a variety of places, going both directions, I suppose, or, or individual activists, or individual activists. But I'm. Uh, I'm more concerned. Just you know. Uh, about the the fact that generally a quarter, a third of these things get thrown out regularly. That's the way it always works. And people are going to go nuts no matter what. Right. I just, There's uh, just I no need, avoiding people going nuts. There are a lot of loose terms in that story that bother me.
2: What do you mean discarded? What was the rationale for the discarding? What do you mean retraining? I mean, because we, through our careers in the radio, we've come across a thousand stories where some checkout clerk punches out a customer or something. For trying to use a coupon. And the, the, the corporate spokeshole says, we're retraining our right. cashiers to avoid this sort of conflict in the future. Right. You're retraining them not to punch their customers in the face? That's right. right. Thank you for the follow-up. Right. <laughs> and so, yeah, I, I want to know the particulars. That, that, is, that reeks of cover-up. I don't know well, that it's the, a cover-up. Sure. It's
0: like all the FBI agents that accidentally reset their cell phones. Did the entire reset data clear thing. It yeah. happened to me this morning. It's so very common. Exactly. So we're retraining the FBI agents on how to use their cell phones. Yeah, so don't, don't
2: wipe out all the evidence. Because
0: you don't have oh, to like...
2: Oh, okay.
0: You don't have to go through like nine menus and uh, reconfirm re- that this is what you want to do three Four, times. Four are you sure. Is, <laughs> yeah. Do you <laughs> sure
1: you want to brick your phone? Yes. Yes, <laughs> anyway, I do
2: because I haven't been trained.
1: So that's all true.
0: And well, the, well, the difference is... A third of FBI agents don't regularly reset their phones. That's clearly BS. I don't know a
2: lot about FBI phone resetting stats, but i uh, that sounds reasonable. I'm sure
0: it never happens by accident because it'd be impossible to accidentally do it. But a third of uh, uh, ballots do get thrown out. So there are going to be a lot of Trump ballots get thrown out. going to be a a lot of Biden ballots get thrown out. Way more Biden ballots are going to get thrown out because of just the the statistics. Now, the bunch of ballots that were found in a ditch... That's,
2: do you I, have to retrain people now? If you come across a ballot, don't hurl it in the ditch. <laughs> okay.
0: So hurl it in the ditch, you said. say? No, no, no. Hurl don't, don't hurl it in the ditch. Don't hurl it in the ditch. Let me write it on the back of my hand. Don't hurl in ditch. No
2: ditch. <laughs> yeah, that was just they needed to retrain people a little bit. So okay. uh,
0: I think I've got the state right. It doesn't oh, yeah, matter yeah, if yeah. I do or not. The, the point here is the same. I think it's Pennsylvania. But so remember, there was a ruling by a court that they can count ballots that are naked, nude ballots, pantless ballots, if you will. Ballots with their genitals showing. Oh, boy. Naked ballots wow. are that you don't have that little case to put them in. Like the right?
1: extra security envelope yeah. thing or whatever. So okay. a
0: judge said, "You, the law has always been you have to have them in that little case so they don't right. count. Then a judge said, no, you don't have to have them in the little case. Then another judge came through with a Supreme Court ruling from way back in the day that said, you can't change the rules this close to an election. Okay, that was a Supreme Court ruling from many, many years ago. You got it, but the so ballots now ballots got to wear pants. But so now the argument from the other side, and I get it, is well, you just said for like two weeks that you could, so now you're saying because of a rule that you're not allowed to change this close, we're going to change back to the other way and hope that enough people heard that the. Uh, Second one wasn't true. I mean, we're kind of like into uh, fantasy land here. Well, I, I see what you're saying, yeah. because
2: people might have, maybe it was two, maybe it was 2,000, sent in pantless ballots it thinking a, it was okay. It was a
0: giant court ruling well, that we've changed the rules, you don't have to have it in that little thing. A couple weeks later, they said, no, you do. Well, how does? why does this supersede the other rule? Well, because of the uh, other rule. <laughs> Well, I, for one
2: thing, Judge A, with his giant ruling in favor of pantless ballots,
0: should have known the law or his clerks should have. That was vague. It's a, a Supreme Court ruling that was kind of vague this close to an election. Well, what's too close? He said this isn't close enough. Somebody else decided, yes, this is close. Oh, boy. So it, what, there wasn't a like a date on it. This is why you need
2: laws written by legislators passed with specifics. And not vague pronouncements that then the judges have to interpret for the rest of our lives.
0: My only point is, and this is not a pro-Trump or pro-Biden, this is going to be a freaking mess. Yes. If it's that close in, and I think that's the Pennsylvania ruling, but it doesn't make any difference. If it's that close in one of the states, and it went back and forth with a couple rulings like that, that's going to get challenged. Mm -hmm. And it probably should be. And then you've still got all those ballots hanging out there. Well, I suspect... Naked oh, ballots, man. you got your Chad just hanging out. So, so Take a oh, look at my oh, Chad. Oh, Lord. What do you think of this, thing- Chad? Nobody wants to see
2: that. Hanging Chad. Nobody wants to see that. Uh, so what do you have to do? You have to hold on to those pantless ballots that were sent in that two-week period just in case it's that close. And then you have, what, a, a new
0: set of judges? Hoping nobody with a real interest in the outcome, like, gets to them? And counts them and thinks, well let's get rid of a thousand of these and then it won't be different. Oh, for God's sake.
2: Meanwhile, on the utterly dishonest nakedly progressive radio, they are not only are they unwilling to recognize that there is a difference between a solicited mail in ballot and an unsolicited mail in ballot. They are aggressively claiming, the president claims without basis, without evidence, that there are risks to mail-in voting, even though it's been done in the past. Yeah, blanketing an apartment building with a ballot for every air-sucking homo sapien who's ever lived there and failed to change their address, or in some cases did. We've, We've received more emails than I can tell you from our beloved listeners who... Um, are receiving multiple ballots or ballots for the last three places okay. they've lived talking, or the rest of it.
0: Talking to a friend of mine last night, he's the guy that got three ballots at his home.
2: Right. Right. Uh, the idea that that is the same as requesting a mail-in ballot, an absentee ballot, is utterly dishonest. And yet NPR is uh, is making that very claim repeatedly. And with their the inevitable high-handed tone of certainty... It's, it's, and, and, you know, it's not only dishonest, it's bad for America. Can you imagine if both us, NPR, Donald Trump, Joe Biden, were all saying we need to have real safeguards in place to make sure every vote is counted honestly and dishonest votes are not counted at all? There are risks inherent in blanketing an apartment building with ballots. Here's how we're going to deal with it. Now, why, in the name of James Madison... Wouldn't everybody be saying that? Yeah. I don't know. It's it's, it's cynical politics above
0: country. But even if people aren't methodically trying to cheat, it's going to be a mess where people are going to think that people were cheating, even if there isn't any. So why would you do that? Number
2: one, you don't give a damn about your country. Number two, if you can convince your folks that the election was stolen and keep them whipped up for four years, maybe you get the next
0: one. Because it's about politics over country. Or we completely come apart. I've been meaning to read this piece from uh, this guy, David French, has got a book out called Divided We Fall, which a couple of years ago I would have thought, okay, it's one of those harem scarum books. But I, I now believe anything is possible. All the things that I used to laugh at as being scaremongery, I now believe are possible. And he's, and he's talking about how he could see a couple of states... Attempting to secede, state legislatures not accepting the vote. Either a blue state who thinks Trump stole it, you could easily see that, or a sure. red state that thinks the Biden crowd stole it. They, they look. Our lawyers have looked at this. This was not the correct decision. Mm-hmm. We are not going to um, allow our electoral uh, votes to go to be certified. We're out. Yeah. Well, I would love
2: to hear that. I mean, I'm, I'm and, we're ready into, and, and, and we're into
0: and we're into full on. Constitutional crisis territory for real, not the jokey kind that people have been saying for fifteen years over right. minor things. Right? Yeah. Well, as a companion
2: piece, uh, I have this uh, note from a teacher with all sorts of links to the woke educational materials they are forced to take. Oh, I love it to keep their jobs, which boil down to essentially, essentially, uh, rejecting the idea of, of of logic and hard work and punctuality. Those are white. Uh, uh, values and also rejecting classical liberalism.
0: I like that when we come back, along with the fact that Subway's bread no longer meets, that their sandwich bread doesn't meet the definition of bread, according to some people. What? <laughs> That's a controversy. What? It's a controversy. It's being alleged. I'm not saying it's true. I love Subway. So I love Subway, too. Great way to get place underground. Perfectly good sandwich. Both of them. Yeah. Um. All that on the way.
1: Armstrong and Getty. The Armstrong and Getty Show. Subway. That was
2: a bit of a disappointment. Subway, right? You're like, hey, Subway, eat fresh. And then you bite it and you're like, that's a fresh. (laughs) Not fresh at all. If you haven't been to Subway, you probably walked by and breathed in that bread exhaust they pump out. Yeah. Ah, the smell of bread that was just baked in a dirty dishwasher. What? What? This is slanderous. That is. I won't have it. <laughs> so. When we're on the road as a family back in the day, we'd always stop at the subway. Yeah, you get you get out. You stretch your your legs for a few minutes if you're not you know just completely in a hurry.
1: I you might, might destroy their meatball marinara sub right oh, now. Their I food do like, is better. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Well, I, I I eat the Subway regularly. My kids love the Subway, but my wife is a is a bit of a, a Togo snob. Oh, and the Togo is, is a cut above. Oh, yeah. in my opinion, it's yeah. clearly on a different level of. And you'll Subway. pay for it. Yeah, which is legit, but it's it's significant. Yeah, that's though. a great sandwich, no doubt. Uh, A five-judge court ruled that the bread in Subway's heated sandwiches falls outside the definition of bread.
2: (laughs) (laughs) I've been around bread my entire life. I find it to be bready.
0: (laughs) I mean, it's, it's bread. Because it has a sugar content of 10 PC of the weight of the flour included in the dough. Okay, I don't know what any of that means, but apparently it's too much sugar. The court has found that the bread in Subway's heated sandwiches has too much sugar in it to meet the legal definition of bread. So what is it, a pastry? This, this is from England? <laughs> Great Britain?
1: Uh, Ireland,
0: I believe. Ireland. What's okay. all this then? So, this, oh. m- Do they have different sandwich bread in their Subway sandwiches in Ireland than they do in the United States? They're no quite, idea. They might. They quite possibly it's almost
2: do. certain that they do based on local tastes. I mean, there's. At McDonald's got different foods all over the world, depending so on really what. Really
0: weird there. when you go into a foreign McDonald's and they got onion rings. Go, oh, what the hell is going on here? Sure, or a McHerring. You know, <laughs> you got to get so, past
2: the smell, but so to make good. it
0: clear. Yeah, this is in Ireland. So, it, the 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 sandwich you're eating at Subway, the bread may qualify as bread according to a court definition in the in the good old United States. It's a States quarter of America. pounder
1: of corned beef. Oh,
0: God. A five-judge panel said it falls outside of the rules of bread. That's funny. All right. No French fries, boiled potatoes. It is amazing, though, (laughs) how often the thing that I find yummy, it's because it's been full of sugar. (laughs) Yeah. You know why this bread's so good? They put a bunch of sugar in it.
2: Yeah. I fall for that all the time. It's like the old fat-free thing that caught on for a while. Then you realized, oh, it still tastes good because there's so much sugar in it.
0: Um, uh, as I've been saying, I'm really concerned about the, um, uh, the mail-in balloting and the counting of the votes, not the, it's going to be so much fraud that, that, that might happen, but even without that, it's going to be a disaster. And I think both sides, the media likes to pretend that only Trump is going to engage in this sort of thing and cause a civil war over it. You're going to tell me the left isn't going to go So if uh if if Biden's losing in Pennsylvania and a whole bunch of ballots are getting thrown out and a whole bunch of ballots will be thrown out guaranteed God I saw somebody tweet the other day you know the um the whole Trump didn't commit to a peaceful transfer of power oh, God. and uh, somebody tweeted well oh I know it was it was the guy who draws the Dilbert cartoon oh Scott Adams he said would black lives matter care to commit to a non uh, to a peaceful transfer of power if the vote doesn't go the way they want? Probably not. No. Not, you Great should, Scott, you, no. You need to expect more out of a president than you do your various radical groups. Sure. Um, constitutionally speaking, but yeah, the, neither side is, is committed to a uh, peaceful transfer of power if they feel like it's been stolen. Right. Right. Oh, on the topic of uh,
2: politics and the debates, the Commission on Presidential Debates...
0: Compliance belts, is that what they're talking about?
2: Well, that's one of the rumors. Uh, they say, we televised debates for the benefit of the American electorate. Last night's debate made clear that, well, two nights ago, that additional structures should be added to the format of the remaining debates to ensure a more orderly discussion of the issues. How about a trapdoor? The CPD will be carefully considering the changes that it will adopt and will announce those measures shortly. Then they praise Chris Wallace. Meh. Um, (laughs) and now they've floated the rumor that uh, mic muting will be part of the measures that uh, will take place. So, that's fine.
0: That's fine. If it's off the whole time, somebody sitting there with a mute button wouldn't work. No, but if you only no, no, it has to
1: be predetermined.
0: If you only turn on the mic for the person's two minutes, I'm fine with that.
1: And if both sides agree. Yeah, you can't leave it up to individual moderator during each no. thing. It I've, has to be a preset.
0: Like I said yesterday, the interrupting thing has bothered me my whole life because I uh, I like rules and I'm a rule follower. Um, If the rule is you're not allowed to interrupt, then, then stop somebody from doing it. But nobody ever gets stopped. <laughs> They're always allowed to do it.
1: So. Yeah,
2: the counter argument to that is that shows something about the candidate that may
0: be worth knowing. Sure. If I'm Biden, I think if I'm Biden, I don't want this. They think it was a win for them that Trump interrupted too much. Mm. They don't want the muted microphone. Well,
2: Keep up yapping, man. The Commission on Presidential Debates, man, they're a private organization. They can do what they want, and they have their goals and their principles. And so we'll, we'll see how it goes. Um,
0: they can do what they want. So a new report out of New York, and I have a feeling it's going to be similar for a lot of the country, up to half of bars and restaurants may close for good. Up to half. Now, that's on the uh, outer end of their projections. But in the next half year, a third to a half of all city bars and eateries could fall past the point of no return, according to a state comptroller uh, survey of businesses. If that's true more or less nationwide, that's devastating.
2: Yeah. Well, that will only lead to quite a few thousand deaths of Despair, ill health, addiction, violence,
0: et cetera. Well, in New York alone, that would be over 150,000 jobs. Uh, how many million would that be across the country
1: if half many. the
0: bars and restaurants closed down? Absolutely amazing. Um, and three-quarters of people employed in the in, the uh, restaurant industry already out of a job in New York. Three-quarters of people. That's amazing. It, it is, it's it's It's, it's a stunning. It's unprecedented in world history, this sort of thing. Oh, the other... Because st- we're choosing to do
2: this. The other story out of New uh, New York. Do we have time to cram this in? How much time do we have, Michael? Oh, you got about two minutes. I'm bad at math. Um, blah bu- blah bu- 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 This is Governor Cuomo of New York in clip 37. Sean, listen to what he says. And we never needed nursing
1: home beds because we always had hospital beds. So it just never happened in New York where we needed to say to a nursing home, we need you to take this person even though they're COVID positive. It never happened. We had extra beds. We had extra beds at Javits. We had extra beds at uh, emergency hospitals that we put up all across the state. So it just never happened that we needed a nursing home to take a COVID positive person. It never happened.
2: Ladies and gentlemen, the governor of New York, Mr. Cuomo, is now just flat out denying that he issued the order that nursing homes had to take po- uh, uh, COVID-positive patients. And I have in front of me, there it is, I had to get the uh, the link to open. I have in front of me the very memo from the governor's office and the Department of Health Advisory, hospital discharges and admissions to nursing homes. Uh, The directive is being issued to clarify expectations for nursing homes receiving residents returning from hospitalization. Hospital discharge planning staff should carefully review. Long story short, no resident shall be denied readmission or admission to the nursing home solely based on a confirmed or suspected diagnosis of COVID-19. These memos still exist, but he's going with the Deny it often enough, repeat the lie often enough, it becomes the truth. Wow. That's ballsy.
1: Armstrong and Getty.